0: What's going on everybody, it's TC here once again with another episode of the Pride Horror. We're gonna kinda of go into the horror movies of the year before we hit Halloween season, before we hit chapter one, The Lighthouse, Dr. Sleep, Light, Christmas Haunt, uh, The Lodge. We have a lot coming out this year. I'm sure my ratings will change, so it to be fun to go ahead and get see where I have all these things at before the big big hitters come out. So before we get into that, i want to go into my one-up watch segment. So this week i watched 13 reasons why season three definitely pretty good very mysterious as always uh, not a good uh, not an easy watch but i enjoyed it a lot better in season two if you enjoyed season one i would recommend finishing off of the third season Saw it in chapter one because once you get chapter two thursday so i want to refresh myself on that one. Um, and I once saw Midsummer's Director's Cut last night And that definitely helped that movie out a lot The things they cut I wish they would have kept it in the um, original Because it added a little bit of clarity And gave it a little bit more than what I had in the original cut So before I get into my top 10 favorite horror movies I'm gonna give 5 movies some credit that I absolutely love Outside the horror genre from this year at number one, I have What's Fun on Time in Hollywood. It's my number one movie of the year. Love Quentin Tarantino. Um, I say I love him, I love *Pulp Fiction, and I love Not the biggest on all his other movies, and this is my favorite movie of the year, and I like it better than *Pulp Fiction. So, I mean, it's got Leonardo DiCaprio back, Brad Pitt, and Mario Robbie. Cannot go wrong with this movie, highly recommend you guys want to see it before it gets out of theaters. You may have one week in those places. Number two, I have In Game. This is the most complete superhero movie I've saw in years. Um, I can't. Ha- I don't have a problem at all with my number one and number two this year. And number three, I have Seth Rogen produce Good Boys, my favorite hot comedy in a while. Comedy is just a, a genre that's very hard to get good things out of these days for some reason. And Good Boy is definitely. Definitely delivered. Funniest movie of the year and some of the best child acting you'll see. Number four, I've got Shazam. David F. Sandberg of Lights Out and About Creation comes back with this, and The Asher and Angel and Zachary Levi absolutely kill it. This is. Like the light, perfect superhero movie that you want to see and just kind of eat some popcorn, chill out with, oh, I had so much fun with this. And number five, I have Detective Pikachu. Now, I love riding on Pikachu. It was great seeing, uh, hearing his voice behind Pikachu. I uh, brought back some nostalgia to get to see all those characters on the big screen. Or all those Pokemon on the big screen. Justice Smith actually absolutely does a great job alongside Ryan Reynolds and it's probably the best family movie of the year like that movie you can take your kid or your little sister or whatever to so those are just five movies that I thought were we'll so this year I want everybody to know before we get any further into this review or this ranking that I have no professional and I have not saw every movie this year saw a lot, I saw almost 50 movies, but I haven't saw everything. There's a couple big ones I want to see. Really want to see Nightingale before I did this list, but things didn't happen that way, so I'll get to catch up with that when it comes out on DVD, and I'm assuming it'll probably make this list from what I'm hearing. So for my two honorable mentions, I have Crawl and The Prodigy. I thought The Prodigy was a lot better than what I expected. I went into it with low expectations, and it beat my expectations for sure, and I think it would do. I think a lot of you guys who haven't saw it yet would definitely enjoy it. Just keep your expectations low, and it would surprise you. Crawl, kind of the same thing. Didn't expect much, just an alligator movie, and a lot of suspense, very well paced, uh, tight, pretty well acted definitely worth a watch and it's kind of a shocker in the summer hear a lot of people talking about Crawl and it's probably a lot higher than 11 on most people's list. But number 10, I have the Curse of Lyorona. I will say that Crawl and Lyorona were like neck and neck, and I was kind of trying to split, split hairs between my opinions but I do like the ghost subgenre are a lot better than the creature subgenre, sort of like yeah. not to crawl I mean to lie wrong. um it doesn't do anything special but it's a very well done ghost movie I had a lot of fun with it enjoyed the twist to bring it into the universe um pretty good acting interesting story I had some good scares not the greatest but I enjoyed it It got me a few times wasn't as jumpy as I expect it to be, does definitely have jump scares, but it's just a great atmosphere as well. Number nine, I have one of the two hardest movies to rank of the year here. I have Us. So Jordan Peele, I appreciate his originality. He's a Great filmmaker. This is probably the number well, the second or third best directed movie on this list. Uh, definitely in the top three or four, for sure. But, it didn't hit with me all the way. I mean, I appreciate, respect, George Phil, but this one didn't hit for me like Get Out did. And, I wish it would have, because it had the opportunity with the concept, if it had been taken a couple different ways and tightened up a little bit, that you'd be looking at like number one film of the year, not just number one film, part of the year. It was just tightened up a little bit, in my opinion. But it's still a very good film, definitely worth watching. I'll probably buy this on Blu-ray at some point. Number eight, I have the Child's Player Remake. And yeah, I gotta say, I respect the directors and the people behind this movie for going in such a different way with this beloved fr- franchise. And they do it in a very professional way and they pull it off, so. All props to them, those guys. I mean the animatronic Chucky. It's just um it's something that if the original guys behind Child's Play would have kept one we'd never saw. And we got to see a different side of Chucky that was fresh and how proud we did. And that's why it's my number nine, number eight movie. So, at number seven, As of Perfection. So, this is a very unique story with a great twist, pretty well acted. And for it to be a Netflix original, it has some great production value. I think this movie could look for the theaters and not miss feet behind some movies like Child's Play and Liarona and Crawl and Prodigy, you know, Her mom, all that kind of stuff. I really do think that it could hang with any. Most any movie on this list, or the box office is concerned. At number six, I know I just talked about us, but I have the, for sure the most hard movie to rank on this list. And the best directed movie on this list Midsummer. So, like I said, it's the best directed movie on the list. And the director's cut does it some favors would recommend you want to see the director's cut if you need some clarity on some things, or if you want a little bit more into the lore of this movie. But overall, it didn't hit for me. I did get a little anxious watching this movie, but it didn't fully um, did fully grasp me, and it does feel very long. And I would make it a lot better for Maureen the second movie, because Hereditary is my favorite movie in but It's still a very well-directed movie. I'm excited to see what he did next Because he is a very very talented filmmaker and he has some unique ideas So I'm sure he's gonna have many many movies that I will enjoy a lot more than if Maybe not as much as I enjoy hereditary, but he's gonna have some great stuff coming in the near future At number five I have ready or not So it's my five through Five and four can be flipped back and forth realistically. It just depends on how I'm feeling my day. This morning, more a movie, Kills It and Ray or Not. This is a great movie. I drove an hour and a half almost to watch it last weekend. Uh, bloody, hilarious, and a great survival story. <laughs> I mean, gore lore, blood everywhere, some great comedy. I would have tightened the ending up a little bit. I wasn't a huge fan of the ending, but it definitely um, serves its purpose, purpose, and I'm glad I went and saw it. Really, besides the ending, the only thing I would have changed is make some more weaving a little bit more badass. It kind of just feels like she kind of lucked out in some scenes, but she definitely gives some help, and it was definitely worth the um, drive and worth the admission price. So go see that movie for sure. At number five, four, excuse me. Has scary stories to tell. on the Like I said, five and four, can kind of wish you watch it on this, but this is uh, probably the truest horror movie of the year. It's not really psychological. Just uh, a good old ghost story, pretty much. Fun for all ages, but the scares are a little bit... Seems like they're a little too much for kids, a little less for adults. But it did get under my skin a little bit, and I will say that you can take the, take kids this, and maybe they won't be scarred, and you probably won't be bored. But overall, great acting from these kids, um, great production value. This movie looks amazing. I love the uh, season of the witch covered by Landal Ray. Line already, of however you want to say that. Definitely pulls on the nostalgia, nostalgia craze from the 80s. It's kind of like a tampered down hit. And it is so much fun. This is one of those movies you're gonna put on Halloween for years to come. It's kind of like one of those movies like Trick or Treat, um, or Rise of, it's not as goofy as the Rise of Leslie Martin. It's one of those movies you're gonna put on Halloween and have a good time with your friends and family. So definitely go out and buy it. At number three, my number three and my number two are kind of wishy-washy as well, so <laughs> I mean, don't take the rankings. Besides the grouping, I guess you would say, my group uh, five through one are pretty set, and my six through ten are kind of one other group. But in number three, I have Annabelle Comes Home. A lot of people hate this movie, says it jumps the blah blah blah. But I saw a very tight knit story with some good characters. It introduces to a lot of great demons, and uh, goes some creatures to, for the wars to come after. Or see how they got in their house in the first place, and I enjoyed the crap out of this movie, guys. Go watch it. As soon as it gets out of the DVD, I'm going to buy it. And it's my number one out of all the Conjuring spin offs I like it there in Annabelle Creation and uh, uh, Annabelle Original. Besides Conjuring 1 and number 2, it's definitely up there. But there are two movies I think are just slightly better. And number 2 is Happy Birthday to You. Bless you guys that listen me, you know I love the original Happy Birthday. And this one I think is not It pulled back on the horror and goes more sci fi. It's not be a true horror movie, it's more sci fi comedy. But it does follow the first very well. I uh, hope we get a third one, even you know, if it's on Netflix or something like that, Jessica Roth kills it, well, as always. She is a great actress and I hope she does more horror after this. Um, Christopher Landon, um, I think he is just the king of these dark comedies. I really want to see him do a screen remake. He is very funny. He goes, he knows where, what kind of tone to take each movie with and he's not scared to go out of the box and I appreciate that from a sequel or a remake just like I talked about with Child's Play. They went out of the box for this remake it could have been very easy for them to have just uh, had a killer chasing her again with a little slight different twist and nobody went blind, bad enough. but he went for something different and it landed with me. And I'm glad it did. So that is my number two. And my number one... Before I get into this, I will say it's not fully a horror movie. It's kind of a documentary. But it is very dark and very bloody, so I'm going to give it to dun, 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 the Lord's So, this is a Bloodfest, guys. Um, darkest movie of the year. Roy Colkin absolutely kills it. I think he's got a bright future ahead of him in um, different. I don't think he's a leading guy in some of these, he just not that look. He has a very dark and ominous look, but this would roll as perfect for him. Um, if you guys have know anything about the black metal and Norway community, they do not like this movie, but I think you've got to separate the real story from the movie, and just sit back and say this is Hollywood and this is how they told it, let's just enjoy it. But I will say that it stays Besides hanging the characters just slightly It stays pretty true To um, The story From what we know And a lot of what we know is just hearsay So who knows But that is my number one movie, horror movie of the year Guys If I was willing to put Lords of Chaos anywhere on my uh, Overall list It would probably be number two Behind um, behind Once Upon a Time in Hollywood And right ahead of any game those three could swap up in any way, shape, or form depending on how I feel. So, overall, there's nothing that's not my socks off with horror, but i had a lot of fun with some of these movies this year. And I'm looking forward to it Chapter 2, The Lighthouse Alive, lot, Dr. Sleep, and we have The Haunt coming up, as well as the Black Christmas remake. So, we've got plenty of more, and The uh, Boy. Two Brahms, or whatever they're calling that. that could um, be shocking. Who knows? We've got a lot to come out. I'm sure the Plumhouse May 24 has to be one or two more things in before the end of the year to uh, get us going, but it's been a good year for horror, Not great, it's not 2018, that's for sure. But you guys, let me know your rankings in the comment section on my Instagram page. I will definitely debate you if you want to good it. I will let you guys know I'm not perfect and I'm not professional. Nor have I saw everything this year. So if you want to support this channel, believe, um, the best thing you can do is just like us on Instagram or Spotify. So leave us a review on Apple Music. That's all I want from you guys. Just uh, be interactive with us on social media. Tell your friends about it. And I would appreciate it, guys. So I thank you for listening and I will be back next week probably with a review of It Chapter 2. So thank you guys very much and we'll see you next Sunday.